Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, while Apple Pay Later was announced at WWDC, this new Buy Now, Pay Later feature has not actually launched to the public. But it looks like that is soon set to change, as Bloomberg reports that Apple has expanded its internal testing of the feature to its thousands of retail employees. Apple CEO Tim Cook touched on the looming release of Apple Pay later when the company released its quarterly earnings last week. At the time, Cook said the feature was being tested among certain Apple employees, but this expansion to testing with retail employees is a much bigger sign that the feature is finally nearing a public release. According to Bloomberg, Apple contacted its retail employees this week to offer them a test version of the service. Apple has about 270 stores in the United States and more than 80,000 employees across those stores, so this lets the company quickly test Apple Pay Later with a large population. For those unfamiliar, Apple Pay Later is a new financial service from Apple that will allow customers in the U.S. to split purchases into four equal payments across six weeks with no fees or interest. This new financing option will appear at checkout anywhere Apple Pay is accepted in applications or online. It's similar to existing offerings like Affirm, which partners with a number of online retailers to offer short-term financing, but oftentimes this includes interest and other fees, which is something Apple says you won't get with Apple Pay later. But Bloomberg also says that Apple's ambitions in the buy now, pay later sector extend beyond Apple Pay later. According to the report, Apple is also developing a version of the service called Apple Pay Monthly Installments. As the name implies, this would allow users to split larger purchases into equal payments over a longer amount of time, while Apple Pay Later requires payments every two weeks over a course of six weeks. Apple Pay monthly installments would allow users to finance over longer periods of time with monthly payments. But Apple is apparently planning to charge interest when you use Apple Pay monthly installments due to the longer-term nature of the financing. But as of right now, Apple Pay monthly installments hasn't yet been announced by Apple, and the feature is further down the roadmap as Apple first works to finally launch the short-term Apple Pay Later financing option to everyone in the U.S., In other news today, a new rumor suggests that Apple could upgrade the display in the high-end iPhone 15 Pro Max this year to be even brighter. Currently, the iPhone 14 Pro Max can reach a peak brightness of 200 nits, but this rumor suggests that peak brightness could increase this year to 2,500 nits. According to a rumor on Twitter, Apple could adopt a next-generation Samsung display that can reach up to 2,500 nits of peak brightness, but this change doesn't appear to be completely locked in in time for this year's iPhone 15 Pro Max. It could be that while Apple is planning to adopt this Samsung display at some point, the switchover won't actually be ready until next year. The iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max both feature 1,000 nits of peak brightness for typical use, and when viewing HDR content, that brightness can hit 1600 nits. In ultra-bright outdoor environments, like when you're directly in the sun, the display can reach 2000 nits of peak brightness. 
If the iPhone 15 Pro Max does offer upgraded peak brightness of 2500 nits, it would almost certainly only apply to outdoor brightness for short periods of time. In normal, everyday environments, the brightness would likely remain at 1000 nits for the sake of battery life and display longevity. But ultimately, it remains to be seen whether Apple will actually make the switch to this new display technology this year. But if it doesn't happen this year, it's something that's clearly coming sooner rather than later. And my money is on the 2500 nit display first appearing in an iPhone Ultra next year. Rounding out today, we might soon see an entirely new category of web browsers for the iPhone, both Google and Mozilla are anticipating that Apple will end its requirement that all iPhone browsers use the same WebKit engine as Safari. This would enable new versions of Chrome and Firefox to enable even greater feature differentiation and for the first time allow them to actually aim for faster performance than Safari. Currently, anyone can create a new iPhone browser and that browser can even be set as the default by the user. But the one big restriction is that Apple requires it use the same WebKit rendering engine as Safari. This effectively means that all iOS browsers are the same under the hood. This limits the number of new features that can be offered by competing browsers, and it also effectively means that all iPhone browsers are the same speed, so no browser can render pages faster than Safari. But the growing antitrust pressure facing Apple includes claims that the WebKit requirement is anti-competitive. Apple is reportedly planning to drop this WebKit requirement sooner rather than later, perhaps as early as iOS 17 later this year. And ahead of that, both Google and Mozilla have revealed that they are already working on new iOS browsers that use the same rendering engines as their desktop browsers. For Google, that's the Blink browser engine, and Google's team is said to be working full steam on porting Blink to iOS. And for Mozilla's Firefox, it's the Gecko browser engine. And just like Google, Mozilla engineers are working on testing a Gecko version of Firefox for iOS. Notably, Google's Blink browser engine is the same engine that powers Chrome as well as Microsoft Edge, Opera, and more. So if Google is able to support Blink on iOS, it would not only mean a new Chrome browser that doesn't use WebKit, but also the potential of other third-party browsers that use the same engine. Finally, a report from the Register says that Apple recognizes the threat posed by having real competition in iPhone browsers and therefore is beefing up its development team to add more features to WebKit and Safari. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller or on Mastodon at Chance H. Miller at Mastodon.social. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.